All right, Slate Plus people, the question we'll be debating today is, has NBC's coverage of the Olympics been sexist? We know that NBC focuses on human interest stuff because they think that's what female viewers want. Is that sexist? Was it sexist to focus on Katinka Hosu's husband after she smashed a world record on Saturday? And let's hear that clip so we know exactly what we're talking about there. Hosu is going to get that first Olympic medal. It is going to be gold. And this is just an unbelievable performance. A world record for the Iron Lady shattering it. Dorado's going to come to the wall and get silver. And it's a race for bronze where it's Belmonte of Spain who gets it. And there's the guy responsible for turning Katinka Hotsu, his wife, into a whole different swimmer. I said in Slit that I thought that Twitter had un- had unfairly attacked the NBC announcers for that because people were sort of saying that the announcers were saying that's the man responsible for the medal, which I think what they said was that's the man who's responsible for turning her swimming career around, which is not an ideal phrasing uh, because there's only one person who put in the work and who did the swim. Uh, But there is all kinds of evidence that it is the new training regime that she's taken on with him and, you know, whatever else we might be. Yeah, training uh, regime in air quotes. Yeah, and possibly. whatever air, you know, raised eyebrows people have been uh, raising. Uh, but what do you think? Yeah, I, I think I'm with you. Um, that didn't raise my hackles so much. I think that they are just trying to make that a, her her storyline, essentially. Right, exactly. And that is kind of part of what's so interesting about her. Yeah. And I mean, the problem, I guess, is storylines. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, you know, I th- we, I think we all sort of crave them a little bit because we want, we do want to know. We only see these people every four years for the most part. And we want to know a little bit about them. And there's not a lot of time in the four-hour broadcast because they're, they're trying to squeeze in a lot of sports. So it's, it's a tricky sort of, you know, thing to walk. It's a tricky line to walk between having giving us some stories that we can latch on to and not annoying us so that we start complaining that it's all human interest. Well, I, you know what I did find sexist was the justification for the stories. So apparently more women ah, than yes. men watch the Olympics. It's sort of casual sports fans. I will count myself among them. Mm-hmm. Um, and like NBC marketing execs were like, well, we have to do the stories because women, they like their stories. And it's like, what do you think men are so into the NBA for? Right. All they're watching the NBA for I mean, they, they whatever, they're into the competition. I'm into the competition. But, like, the storyline is a huge part about it. The narrative is really kind of what hooks people into sports. Mm-hmm. Uh, and to say that that's something that only women are into and we got to do all the backstory because the women need it, that is yeah. what I find sexist more than anything I've particularly heard on air. Now, I haven't been watching probably as much as you have. I've sort of dipped a toe in um, a few nights, but... But you are a dedicated Olympics watcher. I do love the Olympics. Although I have to say, I'm having a hard time sticking with it because they're putting a lot of really important events in the like 11 to midnight hour. It seems crazy. Like I work from home, but even I can't stay up late. I mean, people who have kids who have to get up, you know, have a long commute. I just, that's cutting a lot of people out, I think. I don't, I don't quite understand it. They could start at seven, I think, although I guess they wouldn't get as much for the ads then. Well, have they said other sexist things on air that have bugged you Um, or have bugged Twitter? 
Well, okay. So one of the one another thing that set off Twitter was when this is not the NBC, but this is Twitter the, is like your touchy friend who exactly, like exactly. is like a mean drunk and angry who you have to sort of you have to listen to and nod because you don't want to upset her, but you don't actually agree. Um, so there's one thing that was that was that outraged Twitter, and then we'll get back to NBC. But so the Chicago Tribune uh, had a headline for a very short story that said. Uh, you know, wife of Chicago Bear, uh, you know, wins gold medal or something. And that upset a lot of people and, you know, led to some creative Photoshop. But I think as a journalist, you kind of know what they were doing. It's, she was a trap shooter. Uh, she's not from Chicago. She Nobody would know her name. I can't remember her name yeah. now. And I've read a ton of stories about her. Uh, that was a local paper finding a local angle. You kind of you got to love local papers for doing oh, that. Oh, they do it all the time. Yeah. We have a joke in my family that in any news story, there's the Cleveland connection. And it's <laughs> exactly. like they stop focusing on the actual story. And it's like the second cousin of whoever right. the bomber was had a Cleveland connection. Exactly. I've been on international junkets with, well, not junkets, international press trips <laughs> uh, with, with people who work on local newspapers. And it is so impressive. Like I was once with this guy from... Uh, the Detroit Free Press, and we were in Nigeria, and he could find a local Detroit angle on anything. <laughs> it was impressive. I really admired him for it. Well, there must be Nigerian immigrants in Detroit. Exactly. There are indeed, and they also have uh, some, I think, some oil company connections. Uh, anyway, um, one of the things that I actually got mad because we didn't get a human interest story, which was during the men's uh, 50 meter synchronized platform diving mm. uh, when Tom Daly was diving. He's a British diver. So he is British. He's not an American. Uh, but the the camera was sort of sweeping around, you know, as they were, you know, because diving happens super quickly thanks to gravity. And then they just kind of pan around while they're waiting for the scores. And they panned by his mom and an, a guy, and they were both wearing Team Daily t-shirts. They didn't identify his mom and they didn't say anything about the guy. Now, it just happens to be his fiance, a guy, um, who also is not oh. just a guy, but is also an Oscar winner. Now, oh. do you really think that they would not have mentioned there's Tom Daly's female fiance who yeah. had an Oscar? Yeah. Yes, it's a screenplay Oscar, but still, yeah. it's an Oscar. Now, in the gay press, that guy, Dustin Lance Black, is like George Clooney. Oh, he's famous. He's, he's famous, a f- yeah. Wait, that's amazing. Yeah. He's a famous person. He yeah. wrote Milk, right? Exactly. Okay. Yeah. And so, like, that felt, yeah, that's, and, you know, I think it, partly it was because the extreme homoeroticism of <laughs> diving, especially synchronized diving. I mean, they're in those minuscule trunks. <laughs> They are doing these like super like soul hugs, skin to skin. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's, they're so crazy ripped and you can see every muscle. I mean, I think they, they just didn't want to get into the homoeroticism. Whatever excuse they actually give, they don't have much time. He's not an American. Mm-mm. So is it possible that NBC is more homophobic than it is sexist at this point in history? <laughs> I, you know, I don't want to tar them with that too much because okay. there have been, you know, they, ha- I mean, they have Johnny Weir on the air, for goodness sake. Uh, and <laughs> I they- want him to do this. Is he doing anything at the summer? Well, Olympics? they're there, but I don't know what they're doing. They're not doing. doing anything. They haven't done anything yet. So, I mean, they wouldn't send them just to walk around, I don't think, but maybe. Um, so, and they did show some other like cute gay things, but that I just felt that was uh, a kind of situational thing that they wouldn't have done for thing. So, uh, on a scale of one to ten, Noreen, how sexist has the NBC coverage of 
the Games of the 31st Olympiad been? Well, based on what we've said here, not that sexist, maybe like a four. Uh, We haven't really covered gymnastics or the way that they talk about them. Mm -hmm. Um, I haven't been watching that for the commentary quite as closely. I'm sure there are some sexist things said. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It seems like maybe not as sexist as one might expect, right? Uh, Yeah, I think as you said, Noreen, the underlying aesthetic, like everything about the way that they style the coverage is kind of motivated by sexist thinking. (laughs) But the specifics of the coverage is, you know, some of the flashpoints have been a little overplayed. I wish there were more commentators. I mean, you tend to have female experts, Mm -hmm. especially about female sports and the, you know, the typical thing with the sideline person asking the questions. I wish there were more commentators who were women. We could use more of that. Yeah, that's a good point. I think it's just these dudes have been in their jobs forever. They really have. Frankly, like maybe isn't so great. Yeah. Al Trotwick, time to go. He's the worst. It's tough. Um, So I guess because of the underlying uh, sexism, I'm going to put it at five. So I guess our overall score is a 4.5. Not Simone Biles worthy. Mm -mm. (laughs) All right. Thank you, Slate Plus listeners, for your support.